This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses successful. And today, we're going to have so much fun because we're going to be talking to a very specific industry about how to start a business and how to make sure that a business functions. But of course, it applies to everybody. Um, you know, there's no secrets. There's nothing that that it really applies just to you know one company um, or one industry. So you know, pay attention. No matter what, this is going to be great information. So please join me today in welcoming Carmen Delutri to our program today. Welcome, Carmen. Well, thank you very much, Deb. How are you today? I am doing just fabulous. We're recording this on a Monday morning, and I still haven't had enough coffee, but we'll have a good time doing this anyway. Sounds great. Let me tell people just a little bit about you, and then we will jump into this, because now I'm sure they're really wondering, what the heck are they going to be talking about? So Carmen Delutri is the managing partner of the Delutri Law Group. He started the Delutri Law Group over 20 years ago with a mission and a vision. The mission was to help clients make excellent legal decisions today, which coincide with their plans for the future. We do that. They do this by really getting to know their clients and their wants, needs, and plans for the future. The vision was to create a law firm which is not only profitable, but provides everyone who works there with a better quality of life by using technology to its advantage as well as state-of-the-art case management software the firm achieves this vision daily so again carmen welcome thank you very much it's wonderful to be here i appreciate it great well you know it's it, let's go back. i'm always interested now i looked you up on linkedin of course and and looked at your website holy schmoly you've got a lot of training and a lot of degrees um so clearly law is your passion um you know but how did you decide that that was something that you really really wanted to focus on you it's a it's a, it's a kind of a long story if you want it i'll be more than happy to tell you perfect okay. i grew up in New Jersey, mm-hmm. in a little city outside of Newark called Hillside. Mm. Hillside had one major intersection, and my dad had a gas station on the corner. It was actually handed down from my grandfather down to my dad. Anyway, across the street, there was a 7-Eleven, and right next to the 7-Eleven, there was a lawyer's office. Okay. And I would see people going into the lawyer's office, and they were always dressed up oh, yes. and, and serious. And mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And here I am, a kid probably five years old working for my dad and I'm covered in dirt from head to toe from working on cars, changing mm-hmm. tires, blah, blah, blah. And I'd say, dad, what is it about people wear like their church clothes to go see the lawyer? He goes, mm-hmm. well, sometimes they need help with their legal problems. I'm like, what are legal problems? And he's like, well, they go to the lawyer to help them sort out issues that they can't deal with on their own. I was like, oh, so when their car's broken down, they come see us. Right. 
He goes, same thing, but mm-hmm. the lawyer don't get his hands dirty. And I said, what does that mean? He goes, well, the lawyer works with his head and not with his hands. And that's what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And he goes, he probably makes a lot more money too. <laughs> so I was like, well, hey, I got that going. I can stay clean yeah. and do this. No grease then, under know, my needles, by, lots of money. Right. As time goes by, mm-hmm. my dad decided to sell the gas station and move to Florida. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought he was ever going to do that, but he did. So he asked me, do you want to take over the gas station, buy me out, and you know, I'm moving to Florida. Let me think. I'm 17, 18 years old, New Jersey, snow, girls in bikinis in Florida. I'm going to Florida. Right, right. I'm going to Florida. Mm-hmm. It was that a simple transaction. So mm-hmm. we left New Jersey, but the idea was still there. Mm-hmm. But the question is, how do you get there? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know. I didn't. So I started going to college. Mm-hmm. And then through college, I said, okay, maybe I'll take the LSAT. And my roommate said, well, you know, I'm thinking about taking the LSAT. So we signed up together and we wound up taking the LSAT. Mm-hmm. And then I applied to law school, got into the first one that took me and boom, took it. I, mm-hmm. I ran. <laughs> and that was like the way it happened. It was kind of a plan, but not thoroughly thought out plan. Just thinking, hey, if I get in, I'll go. If I don't, eh, I'll do something else. Right. So that's, that got me to law school and then beyond. Well, and, you know, it's it's funny because I think that's what a lot of us do. You know, we, we're like, oh, okay, that sounds good. Um, you know, I'll try this for a while. I'll try that for a while. And, you know, and then we do kind of some jump around, you know, and, and do various things or do a variety of something in, in that area. But, you know, it's it's so interesting because we often go into it without as you said, a lot of thought. It's just like, well, that sounds fun. That's, that sounds like a, a cool thing to do. And then we get to school and, you know, we're, we're learning that, that trade, that skill, you know, we're gathering that knowledge. And then you're, you know, and, and whether it's a, a true trade school, you know, or a university college, you know, things like that, you get that industry specific information and then you're thrust out there. Go, do, make money, pay off your student loans. <laughs> And and be happy. That's and the, the plan. problem is <laughs> we don't get a good foundation as to, to what to do. Now, if you go to work for somebody else, that's one thing. But if you really think, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start my own business. We don't get that foundation. Um, you know, and, and we've talked about that a lot on, on this program for small business owners and entrepreneurs who, who think, okay, I've got this great idea for product or service and I'm going to start this business, but I don't know how to start a business. And I think with the, um, the, the, the professions like doctor, attorney, some of those that, that really take a lot of school and, and a lot of very specific knowledge. I mean, you know, that's, those, those are you know, skills and, and, and things that, that really can't be learned in a couple semesters, right? But they skip the whole, here's how to start a business thing. So tell us a little bit more about that, because that really is kind of one of your passions. Well, that's really what the, you know, the, the funny part was when I got to law school, mm-hmm. I realized, okay, now I've just upped my game and I'm in a different place and, you know, I'm not uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I knew I could compete, but I also knew that not having a plan was not a good strategy going right. forward. Mm-hmm. So you're right. In law school, the curriculum's pretty much set. Mm-hmm. You can take a few electives, mm-hmm. but if you're an entrepreneurial individual, you really want to start planning for the future, saying, okay, what do I really want to do? Well, my goal was to become an international trade attorney. 
In other words, I'd be flying all over the world. So I went after law school. I went and I got my master's of law in international law, trade, and finance. Perfect. I got a plan. I went and took the New York bar exam, figuring I got to be working out of New York. Right. And I got there and I said to myself, Mm -hmm. and that's where the plan went. It took a, it took a quick left turn to me because I realized I do not want to be up here anymore. (laughs) You'd move from there. So the plan changed overnight, came back. I talked to my dad. He started laughing Mm -hmm. and he's like, well, what are you going to do? What's your plan? And I was like, well, I'm going to take the Florida bar exam Mm -hmm. and maybe set up shop down here. And he's like, perfect. What's Mm -hmm. your plan? And then we kept going. What's your plan? What's your plan? What's your plan? Mm -hmm. And basically that was the start of now, all right, I need a strategic plan. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to start my own law firm, okay, I have business skills from what I learned from his gas station, Mm -hmm. but are they going to be the skills necessary that I need to propel me in the future? So that's when I went to the local university and got an MBA, Mm -hmm. Master of Business Administration, where I learned accounting, statistics, Mm -hmm. all the things that I was going to need. Now, I had the law skills. Mm -hmm. I was building those Mm -hmm. skills up, but I didn't have the business skills that I was going to need to run the business. Mm -hmm. And that's two different skill sets. See, I, I, I speak, I, I represent a lot of trades, mm-hmm. plumbers, mm-hmm. electricians, mm-hmm. even um, grass cutting, lawn, lawn, mm-hmm. lawn companies. Those guys are excellent at what they do. What they lose is their ability to run the business. So what gets put off on the end? Well, they're going to take care of their customers all week long, but on the weekend when they should be doing their numbers, they're not. That's right. the relaxation time. That's their me time. And again, I'm sure you've heard this from hundreds of people. Well, guess what? Lawyers are the same way. Mm-hmm. Lawyers are good at working on client files. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to doing their own work, their own accounting, their own numbers and counting how many people are calling, mm-hmm. why are they coming in? When are they coming in? They're not really that good at it, or they don't have the staff to do it, or they don't put systems in place mm-hmm. and processes in place to make those jobs happen because you need right. those numbers. That's where I see a lot of small attorneys. And I say small, usually one or two man attorneys, shops. They don't want to do the business side of it and they keep it simple and they keep it small. That's good for some people, but that's never going to get you the quality of life you want or you think you want when you went into that business. Right. You forget in the daily grind, you forget about it. Wait, I started my own business because I wanted a better quality of life. I mean, let's think about it. 70% of lawyers are unhappy with being a lawyer. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. I'm not one of them. (laughs) And I don't want any of my attorneys being one of them. Right. You know, and, and I love the fact that that really is one of your goals. You know, I, I mentioned it in, in your introduction that you want to make sure that the people who work with and for you are happy also. Um, you know, and, and I think you know, we sometimes that gets lost in the, the, the process. And I love it when I've had my guests on in the past who have really talked about being stewards for their business and, you know, making sure that their employees are happy. And, you know, in, in, in some industries, it's not that you have somebody long-term. Um, you know, it's just not that, that type of industry. But you know, we do want to have long-term employees where we can because, of course, it is less expensive. You know, we all know that there's a huge cost when we have somebody who leaves and then we have to replace them and that might or might not work out and blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and so it's better just to keep the people that you know are doing a great job. And it's really not that hard to make sure that they're happy 
but you have to make an effort at it. Um, you know, and, and I love that that is very much the, a primary goal of your firm is to make sure your employees are happy. Right. That's important. It's really important. I mean, obviously, there's, we spend, I spend probably more time with my office manager, my marketing director, and some of my uh, key attorneys than mm-hmm. I do with my family sometimes. Right. I mean, if I'm spending 40 hours a week there, I might see my family three or four hours a night mm-hmm. and then on weekends. So if mm-hmm. you're just on the weekdays, I'm clearly spending more time at work. Right. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So obviously, that's one part of their life. Mm-hmm. But our office policy is at five o'clock, you go home because mm-hmm. you have a life. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to take time away from you and your family. Now, there are times when I have to ask you to stay and work. Right, time. right. I there are just times where work needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Correct. And, you know, my, my family understands that mm-hmm. their families understand that. But again, at five o'clock, I want everybody out the door, get out, go do, I don't care if you just Lights going home off. and watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't care if you're just going home and watching the bachelorette. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You're doing it. You're going home. Mm-hmm. I want you downtime. Mm-hmm. This way, when you come back in the morning, you're refreshed. Right. Right. You don't, I don't want you thinking about work. Mm-hmm. Just go home and enjoy yourself. Enjoy your life. Right. You know, and, and we still go home and think about it. I mean, you know, that's just the, the nature of whatever it is. Even if you don't like your job, you're probably going home and still thinking about it. Actually, you're probably thinking about it more. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we still have those, those thoughts that are going through. But to know, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm not having to take all of my file folders home, um, you know, and, and all these various things. And I think that's very hard when you are the business owner, you know, and, and the business founder is drawing those boundaries. Um, you know, and, and I discovered you know, when, when I started my business, and, and I've been in business now over 20 years also, I had to really develop those boundaries um, you know, and, and say, okay, I have office hours. Um, you know, and, and I'm a little bit different because, you know, you, in fact, most, you know, especially attorneys, you know, you're going to have a physical office that you're going to. Well, my office is, you know, my spare bedroom that, uh, that I've converted, but it's still my office. And I think right. that was one of the keys. It's my office, you know, and I have office hours. Now, am I working at 10 o'clock at night? Sure. Um, am I thinking about something on the weekends? Sure. But more importantly, it was for my clients to know. Here's my office hours. You may contact me between here and here. Now, obviously, if you, you know, if there's an emergency, that's different. But, and, and, but I tell them, you know, if it's, if you contact me on a Saturday and expect something to be done that could wait, I will do it on that Saturday, but it's going to cost you twice as much. And by darn, don't they figure out it can wait till Monday. Um, but, but yeah, it is about setting those boundaries as that, that business owner and, and letting the people around you know it too. Um, you know, right. the, the, the people, you know, you know, we mentioned families. Um, you know, it's, uh, people often will think, especially for someone who has a home-based business, well, you're home, therefore, you should be able to be doing the laundry, doing the shopping. Can't you go out to a movie with me? Um, you know, that was one of the hardest things was telling my friends, no, you know, I, I, I am working. No, you're working from home. You're playing. No. And so setting all of those boundaries and guidelines. And then, of course, as you get bigger, because that is, you know, for, for many people, they want to just stay the one person, you know, that that's fine. But many people really do want to grow their business. So if they've started with having that, that those guidelines, those hours, you know, all of the, those uh, uh, things that we are talking about, then as they get bigger, it's much easier to, to implement them and, and keep them going. 
Correct. It's, it's, and again, we found that we've gone, I've been up to about 10 attorneys and almost 50 employees. And I realized I didn't like it as much as the size we're at now. Right. This is my soft spot. This is where I have personally mm-hmm. the best quality of life. I didn't have that quality of life because bigger in our practice wasn't always better or we didn't have the right people on staff. So it was kind of like a learning process for me too. I mean, for the last 20 years, my business has been, we've been learning mm-hmm. and it's a constant evolutionary right. process, mm-hmm. but you've got to take those baby steps mm-hmm. to get going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you're going in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where I think a lot of people, they, mm-hmm. they make that mistake. And again, I see some great, you know, great businesses out there that just tank mm-hmm. because of the business owner making bad decisions because he didn't have a plan. Mm -hmm. And that's a problem. So, you know, if you have a good business, take the time, carve it out of your day to make sure you're getting the skills you need to turn that business to a million dollar to three million to a five million dollar business. That's important. Right. You know, and whether it's a true employee or you're outsourcing, you know, and and, and yes, quite yes. frankly, you know, unless you are a large organization, you're not going to have in-house HR, in-house finance. I mean, all those various things. And so mm-hmm. it's important to build that team of trusted people. Yep. You know, you and I were talking before the program. I hate taxes. I hate doing my taxes. And luckily, I have a really good person who does my taxes that we trust. Um, you know, and, and now granted, you know, I always tell people, you know, there are some things, you know, I, I might not <clears throat> always follow the speed limit or, you know, some little things like that, but I don't ever mess with the IRS. I mean, you know, they took down Capone, you know, so now, you know, but, but yeah, it's like, okay, you know, I, but I need that person. Um, you know, and, and I always tell people when you're starting out your business, you need an attorney. Um, you know, even if you're just paying them for an hour's worth of time to make sure right. you're setting up your business correctly, that's what you need to do. Um, I think, I think more importantly than that, and let me interrupt you. I'm sorry. I think more importantly than that, Deb, is that when you're setting up your business, one thing you need to, to understand is you think about for five minutes, what if this business fails? Mm-hmm. Am I protecting my family? Right. Am I protecting my wife? Am I protecting my kids? Am I protecting my house? And I've seen young, kind of maybe even 30s, 40s entrepreneurs mm-hmm. make bad decisions because the bank says, oh, I need your wife to sign this, right? co-sign this loan mm-hmm. agreement. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey, come in and sign this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. And I've seen other ones who said no. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, well, the bank said I, she had to sign it. Mm-hmm. Then go to another bank. Right. You know, find a way to protect your family. And mm-hmm. it's funny because a lot of people come to me and say, Carmen, I wish I would have known you before I started this business. So the best advice I can give anybody starting a business is find the best bankruptcy lawyer in town and take him to lunch or for coffee right. mm-hmm. and say, I got a couple questions mm-hmm. and take him to lunch right. and ask him questions mm-hmm. and right. see how do I protect myself in case the mm-hmm. business doesn't do as well as I anticipate. Right. Well, and obviously there are some businesses that, you know, you mentioned you deal with plumbers, landscapers, all of those. I mean, there's a whole different level of things you need to be dealing with there. And and that's, you know, insurance, liability, all of those various things. And the person who's just doing landscaping, you know, hey, I'm going to mow people's lawns on the side to make extra money. That's great if you're 12. (laughs) But when you're, you know, much older than that. If something happens, you really could 
lose your house, your car, everything. Um, you know, and it's, I think the misperception that a lot of people have, and, and this is part of this whole, you know, we don't get, ed- we don't get educated about it. We don't, you know, we don't get the education we need is in a lot of cases, this is, is a simple process. We think, oh my gosh, it's complicated. Now to establish a business, it's really pretty simple, um, you is. know, and, and, and fairly inexpensive, very state right. to state. Um, you know, I discovered that when, when we moved, you know, all of those various things, but it's, it's simple. Um, you, you'll love this. You know, when I started my company 25 ish years ago, lived in Colorado, worked for attorneys at that time. But, you know, I was a smart kid anyway, so I knew I needed to do this. And, but this is, you know, this is before the internet really did stuff. So you actually had to go to your secretary of state. So I dropped down to my secretary of state's office and I was just going to start as a, a sole proprietor, um, you know, and, and obviously lots of different things you can, can be doing and all these various things and filled out my paperwork, gave her my check for $30. She goes boogity, boogity, boogity on her computer and she literally handed me a receipt that's, you know, like two inches wide, three inches long from like one of the old registers. And she says, there, you're a business. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was expecting trumpets and confetti and all of these various things. But I, I really did think it was going to be much more complicated. And that was it. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, but I did things in advance. And, and like I said, I work for attorneys. And so I could ask them various things. And so I had researched the company name, made sure I wasn't, you know, wasn't infringing on, on anybody else's name. Um, you know, I knew what type of business uh, I wanted to start, all those various things. But yeah, it really wasn't complicated. And now you do it all on the internet. Um, you know, and, and there's, you know, but, but again, you need to talk to an attorney on this because you can incorporate in different states, you know, depending on what you're doing, all of these various things, you know, you, there are a lot of options. And so go ahead and, and, you know, as we said, you know, buy them lunch, you know, don't pick their brain for free. We've had other things. No, no, no picking for free. Um, you know, and, and, but you know, we pay for an hour of their time and say, okay, help me, you know, walk me through this process. Right. I think it's a great idea. And again, it's just, even if they're just, it, you, what you'll learn mm-hmm. is that there's a lot more out there for you to be thinking about. Right. Not that we're going to, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to load you down with information and say, you need to do this, this, or checklists, and you got to get all this done before you run your business. You know, worry about marketing, worry about advertising. No, 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 no. Just think it through mm-hmm. each step of the way. Right. And really, and it, what the one thing I tell all my business owners is set some time aside on Saturday mm-hmm. and just think about your business mm-hmm. and think right. about where you want to go with it, what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's 30 minutes, just set it aside, piece of paper and a pencil and just write out what did you, what did you accomplish this right. week and what did you want to accomplish next week? Right. Start creating a plan and this way you know where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And right. again, it, it's difficult to set that time aside when the phone's there or the iPad's there or your, you know, emails are coming through or you got to get on Facebook. Anyway, right. so you didn't find me on Facebook, did you? Uh, I did. I found you on Facebook. Yeah. But, but I, you I, know, I, I can honestly say I've never been on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, 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 and it's funny because it, it like you said, huh? focusing on that time, you know, and, and, and I train people on, on how to use social media for business. Right. And right. one of the things I tell them is set a timer. You know, because we all go, oh, cute video. Oh, yeah, you know, squirrel, squirrel. No, 
you know, when you're there, focus on that. And so same thing with what you're saying. When you're spending that 30 minutes doing your review of the, the week and planning for the upcoming week, turn everything else off. Shut yourself wherever you need to so that you're not having those distractions. And, you know, and what you'll find is it really does take much less time than you're expecting. You know, yep. It might take a little while yep. once you're started. But you, and you, I think one of the important things, we don't know that we're successful if we don't know how to get there. You know, did we meet our goals? Right. What do you mean? Goals? I had goals. Um, you know, and, and so we have to have that kind of roadmap before we even know Okay, this was successful. This wasn't. We're going to have to detour. Let's let's do something different here. But we can't be a successful business if we don't. Um, you know, and and what are the the stats? Half of all small businesses fail. Um, it, it might even Within be the first five years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and 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 it, it's probably one of those things. It's actually a higher number. Because right. people haven't, you know, as we said, they haven't really set up as a, as a business and, and all of those things. And then they just decided, hey, this isn't going to work. So, you know, why not right. take the steps to make sure that you're in that other 50% to, to survive right. more than five years? Right. And I, I think so. And again, as we were, you know, discussing before, lawyers are kind of unique because when lawyers go out to lunch together, they don't ask each other how their business is doing. Right. They talk about their cases. Hey, mm -hmm. I had this case. I was in front of this judge and this is what happened. Mm -hmm. But they don't say, by the way, is your marketing plan working? Are right. you meeting your goals? What do you do on here? your website? Mm -hmm. They don't do that. Mm -hmm. And again, it's, it's fear. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I don't want somebody else to know that I'm not as successful mm -hmm. as them right. or it's, um, it's self-image. It's mm -hmm. just even a mindset mm -hmm. where if they're worried about what everybody else thinks, as opposed to mm -hmm. saying, I'm just going to stay focused and sail my ship. And I'm not worried about what everybody else thinks. Right. Maybe I guess it was one of my faults. My wife says is that you don't care what anybody else thinks. Nope. Yeah. I really don't. Mm -mm. I'm kind of narrow-minded that way, saying if I fail, it's my fault. Mm -hmm. And if I succeed, well, then good. We move on to the next project. Right. I don't stand around and celebrate. I don't get trumpets or ribbon cutting. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I just know where I want to be next. And I get so focused on where I want to be next that I don't really worry about the rest. Now, have we made mistakes? Tons of them. Every business owner is going to make mistakes. Guess what? You learn how not to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you learn, I can't do that anymore. That didn't work. But can we make it better? How do we make it better? What can we do next so that we don't run into that problem again? Right. And that's where the light bulb mm -hmm. comes on. I mean, if you try a TV commercial and it flops miserably, so what? Mm -hmm. You know, you eat your loss mm -hmm. and you move on. How can I make it better? Right. What did somebody like about it? Who called from it? Let's call them and see what they liked about it mm -hmm. rather than saying, oh, yeah, the TV is just too expensive. It doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's crazy thinking in my behalf because something just didn't work right away. Well, you can fix things if you really think about them, but if you just go, well, that doesn't work for me, well, then you're just giving up mm -hmm. and right. it's not really in my nature to do that. Right. Well, it, one of the interesting things about attorneys, it just kind of in general, is the, the whole marketing idea. Um, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, do we have a website? Do we, you know, do we, do we have television ads, all these various things? And you know, we, in many cases, we, as the consumers have this concept that, you know, it's, it's the, 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 uh, ambulance chasers yeah. who are going to advertise. Um, you know, and granted, I mean, you know, when I see the billboards, that really is a, have you been hurt? Have you been injured? Um, you know, all of those various things. 
But, you know, we all need to get our message out there Um, because otherwise, how does somebody know to come to us if they don't know we exist? But do you find that as an attorney, it is you you do have a unique set of circumstances to to get your message out there? Well, you got to we're depending on which state you're in, you're regulated by what you can actually say, what your message can say. Now, that would be nice if all attorneys played by the rules. Mm -hmm. Some don't. Right. Um, you know, in Florida, we have to have all of our ads approved by the Florida bar. Mm-hmm. Well, some attorneys like me do, and mm-hmm. some attorneys don't. Right. So and some figure, of them oh, they won't pay it. attention or whatever. Mm-hmm. Correct. But the public has to perceive it in a way that they can build trust, respect, mm-hmm. and say, yeah, that's somebody I think I might want to hire. Now, if you're limited to saying, I can get you maximum compensation for your injuries, makes it kind of difficult mm-hmm. unless you know you're, you change the message i got balloons <laughs> i got <Right>. the trumpets <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah you got to create the unique way of doing it mm-hmm. what we focus on is a little bit different we build from within so mm-hmm. our marketing message is you know right now we don't run tv commercials we don't run billboards we don't run traditional advertising what we do is we market to our current clients we found that we've already built a great relationship mm-hmm. with them and they want to help us. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I know it sounds crazy, but we've got hundreds of five-star reviews across the internet, mm-hmm. which is fantastic because people right. want to tell other people, hey, I had a great experience with mm-hmm. that law firm. Well, that means a lot to new clients coming in the door, but it also means a lot when they've heard our name. Mm-hmm. So we stay in touch with our ask clients, mm-hmm. and we stay in touch with a lot of attorneys who build referral partners with mm-hmm. us, people we know, we like, and trust. So if you call me and say, Carmen, I need a divorce lawyer, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say, whoa, you know, I'm not your guy, mm-hmm. but I can get you to Barbara or Bob or right. Kim, and they can handle your case. And mm-hmm. I know that they're going to be treated just as good mm-hmm. as the way we treated them so that I've got that and I've got that connection. Mm-hmm. That means a lot to people when you're willing to extend your network to them. They're willing to share their network with you. Mm -hmm. And that's something we've learned over time to help build our practice in a way that it's good. We're not fighting for clients like other law firms Mm -hmm. are. So we don't have that traditional problem. Mm -hmm. Now, again, that's because we've made a decision to not go that other route. Mm -hmm. Might I run a billboard in the next month or two? I might just to try it out and Mm -hmm. see what I get out of it as a result of it and engage the return on investment. But that's a calculated decision. That's not uh, just a, you know, hope and pray method, which Mm -hmm. most attorneys rely on. Mm -hmm. Oh, guess what? My SEO guy came over today and he said, if I run a thousand dollars a month on Google AdWords, I'll be rich. Mm -hmm. That's what most attorneys do. No, the SEO guy's getting rich. (laughs) It's like the old yellow page guys. It's just a new, a new, a new, a new decade. Mm -hmm. Right. You and lawyer fears. mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and that comes back to you <coughs> and then, you know, wh- whoever we are, we have to know, you know, okay, sh- what, what is SEO? Should I be concerned about it? Um, uh-huh. You know, all of those various things. And, and, and that is where it's, you know, it gets complicated and we all think, oh my gosh, there's so many things I have to learn. Um, but it, let's be honest, is part of being that business owner, being that, that CEO, you know, whatever right. it is. You just have to know these things. Well, what I think more importantly is what we were talking about before. You don't have to know everything. 
I don't know anything about social media, yet we're all over Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. You've got and great people. We, what we did, we out, exactly, and yeah. we find the right people who do know that stuff. Heck, I, we even have a Pinterest. I don't even know what Pinterest <laughs> is, but we have one, and mm-hmm. I thought it was great when I found out we had one. I don't know what it is, yeah. but we got one, right. and if I can make a connection on Pinterest that helps somebody, mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I won't know if I don't explore the channel. Mm-hmm. If I've never, if I've never been on it or opened up an account or done something with it, there might be people out there who need somebody like me. But if I'm not in their network, then I'm not there, and right. they'll never find me. So it's again, it's not something you have to learn. Like you're doing mm-hmm. your own taxes. I got a guy, right. and that's all you know to do. I got a guy right. to do that, mm-hmm. or right. or a gal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and the important thing is to know who it is that you're trying to reach. Um, you know, and, and mm-hmm. so you really have to 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 fine tune, okay, this is my market. Um, you know, and and it, it, one of the the things that I always cringe at is when I ask someone, you know, who's who's a good client for you? Oh, anyone. No. No, you know. And, and you know, it doesn't matter what business you are, everyone is not your potential client. Could they be correct? Okay, maybe you know, and and but you need to find that that niche, and and really go after them. You know, that's you know that's why attorneys have particular types of practice. You know, you're not like you said, you don't take on divorce law. You're not a criminal attorney. That's just that's not your niche. Um, and and so when once we figure that out, then we know more about where to market to them. You know, right. might not might not be social media. Maybe it is billboards. I mean, you know, if 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 you're an attorney who is dealing with car injuries, billboard might be one of the best places you want to be, or the bus right. sides. You know, all those various things. So it's, it's important to to figure that out. But I want to come back to to what you were saying before, and that's that word of mouth. Um, you know, if, if we can't rely on our current or past clients to say good things about us, you know, then, then we have an issue. Now, are we going to please everybody? No. But we want those people who liked us to, to, to pass that information on. Um, now, it's, it's a little Correct. touchy sometimes with what somebody does um, because they might not even want to admit that it happened. But, you know, and, and or you know, let's go back to, to say doctors. I mean, you know, you might not want to tell somebody that you had to go see a urologist um, you know, right. or you know, all those various things. But, you know, it, it, still, if somebody is asking, it, then then it's it's OK, you know, to, to do that. And and, right. um, <laughs> you know, we want our clients to know, hey, you know, you, you can say good things about us, um, you know, and, and so it is it's right. very important to have that word of mouth. Especially in an and then, you know what? Where it's it's hard to advertise. You know what I found? Mm-hmm. Right, right. And you know what I found? That people will do that for right. you. Mm-hmm. As long as long as you ask to say, mm-hmm. were you hundred percent happy with the service? Absolutely. Right. You know, and we have a series of questions we go through at our exit interview. I don't know any attorneys who do exit interviews, mm-hmm. but we have a series of questions that we ask them. Say, you know, what are we doing that you really loved? What are we doing that you hated? Mm-hmm. And what and what are we doing that we should stop doing right now? Yeah, don't ever and, do again. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, our marketing director does those mm-hmm. because I don't think people would be a hundred percent honest with me sometimes, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh well, you know, there was you know that one time where Barbara didn't return my phone call." Mm-hmm. I want to know about that mm-hmm. because if Barbara didn't return a phone call, that makes us look bad. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, Barbara's not going to get fired depending on how many phone calls she misses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But mm-hmm. the point of it is, is that 
I want them to be 100% honest with us in their feedback mm -hmm. so that we can take that mm -hmm. and make changes. And again, we're not perfect. And there's no such thing as a perfectly run business. And I can think of just two weeks ago, a gentleman brought an issue to my attention. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't know that, mm -hmm. but I'm going to fix it right now. Right. It was just something that right. mattered to him. Mm -hmm. But how many people didn't say something? That's what I'm worried about. Right. You know, other people may have had this and so, no, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. But to him, it was like, well, Carmen, what about this? And I'm like, that's a great, I'll, I'll fix right. that. That's, I can fix that easily, make everybody's life easier. Mm -hmm. Light bulb goes on and the next day, mm -hmm. done. Right. There's and now no it's gonna be unique for thing. You know, so if one person is feeling that pain, somebody else is feeling it too. Right. And again, I'll, the first thing this morning, I came in, I talked to my, my, my sounding board is my marketing director and my office manager. Mm -hmm. And those two women will tell me if I'm nuts mm -hmm. or if they'll tell me that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. So I brought an idea to them this morning and they both loved it, mm -hmm. which means that I've got the green light now to implement this. It's not going to harm anybody. It's not going to make anybody uncomfortable. They're kind of my emotional stability. Mm -hmm. And they'll tell me, Carmen, you went off the deep edge on this one. Well, Carmen, I like that idea and I think it'll work. Mm -hmm. Great. Implement it like that. We don't have to go through a chain of command. It's done. It'll be done probably in two weeks and everybody will get the benefit out of it. And it's kind of another just way of making us feel, making the client feel comfortable when they come in the door. Right. And it's just another little touch mm -hmm. that they're going to remember us for for the rest of their lives mm -hmm. where other attorneys they greet you at the front door say yeah, wait in the conference room the attorney will be right here okay and you're sitting in there going yes exactly and now we've got something which i think is going to leave an impression that these people are going to go home and put it on facebook say i went to an attorney's office this morning and here's what happened to me right. or i went my attorney and look what i got and mm -hmm. it, it's just kind of those little ideas mm -hmm. that change and and bring down the walls a little bit because when people go see an attorney there are you know some people right. come in and again you've been in business 25 years by yourself but some people come in and they're they'll just spill their guts mm -hmm. other people are a little bit guarded mm -hmm. and it's up to us to break down those walls mm -hmm. and really get that information you know in an initial consultation i'm doing one of two things i'm being interviewed by that person to see mm -hmm. if i'm the right person for the job on the flip side, I also want to make sure that I can meet expectations mm -hmm. and develop a client relationship that's going to last mm -hmm. beyond the current representation. Right. Again, part right. of our goal and our vision is to make sure that we're building relationships, helping people solve their problems, but also finding out that those problems are part of their plan for the future. Mm -hmm. If I solve a problem today, but it doesn't help in the future, it's not good. Right. I mean, especially for a personal injury client, mm -hmm. I can hand you a bag of money today and you walk out the door mm -hmm. and you can blow it. Mm -hmm. And it happens, unfortunately. Right. I don't want to see that happen, but it does. Mm -hmm. So we've got a little bit of a longer vision, mm -hmm. but it, it starts right at the beginning when that person walks through, the, well, even when the person makes the call to the law firm, that's where the business starts happening. Right. Right. You know, and especially when you're in an industry where people are a little hesitant to start with or things yeah. are literally going wrong or have gone disastrous. Um, exactly. You know, and, and, and so there's, there's a very different set of expectations um, that, that are there. But, 
I, I love it. There's, um, there's a commercial running down here in Atlanta where they do the mother philosophy. They want to treat everyone like they are their mother. And, and I mean, well, for some people that might not work, but, um, but you know, that, that is kind of the thing we need to, to think of them as our family and, and treat yes. well, um, you know, because like I said, it comes back to word of mouth and Facebook, Twitter, all of those various things, because if they're not happy, they're going to talk about it. Um, you know, and, and, but as you said, well, the important thing is if they're happy, we really want them to talk about it. Um, you know, right. and, and so, you know, it's, it's important to let people know, Hey, we're on Facebook, you know, let people know that, that you liked us, all these various things, um, respond to our surveys and, you know, and, and let us know what's going on, make and incentivize that. I mean, you know, we, and obviously, you know, there are some restrictions depending on some of the industries that you're in. So you might not be able to say, Hey, we're going to do a drawing of, you know, the, the, the people and you, you're going to win a gift card or, or something like that. But, you know, there are certainly ways and, and there are you know, just little things that, that you can do, you know, saying thank you when somebody leaves, um, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm in Atlanta where um, Chick-fil-A is based and whether you like chicken or not, whether you like their business philosophy or not, let's, you know, um, you know the fact that they are all taught it, good customer service to say, it's my pleasure to serve you. I notice when they don't say it. I actually asked one, one um, it's not your pleasure. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Because they get penalized if they're not, if they don't say it. But but it, it's just that philosophy of always giving and always just making sure they're okay. Um, yeah. you know, and, and as a small business owner, we get caught up in, we got to go to the next client. We got to go to the next customer. We got to go to the next meeting. And we forget to say, oh my gosh, thank you. Um, you know, and what could we do to make it better? You know, how, how could we earn your referral to, you know, to your friends? Right. I, we, you know, I ask that all the time and I, I preface it by saying, look, unless you're 100% ecstatic mm-hmm. with the way you've been treated, I will never ask you for a referral. Right. But if you are a hundred percent satisfied, you're okay, but referrals. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, the, the, the biggest mm-hmm. word I hate is fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. fine. Mm-hmm. Oh God. We failed. Mm-hmm. Fine to me is failed. I failed. completely. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody says, I usually, when I ask them, I say, how are we doing? Tell me, honestly, I'm mm-hmm. the business owner. You know, you've run a business before you've owned a business. Tell me how we're doing. And they say, you guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. Marvelous. Those, because I run back and I tell my staff, guys, this is what she said. And mm-hmm. it was because of you, you, and you. Right. That's what she said. She told mm-hmm. me this, or this gentleman said every time he calls. And I mean, you know, it's, it, I don't know many law firms that have clients who bring specific people flowers, oh. candy, mm-hmm. just, I, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. either it, we've got the greatest clients in the world or the relationship means so much to them. It obviously means everything in the world to us, mm-hmm. but it means so much to them mm-hmm. that they feel the need to contribute. I mean, here's a, and again, I don't want to go off topic, but here's something that I love. Every year we sponsor toys for tots. Mm-hmm. We're a drop-off location. Ah, mm-hmm. We put out the call mm-hmm. to our clients saying, Hey, it's that time of year again. You know, no matter how bad things are in your life, mm-hmm. there's kids who may not have a toy to open up on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Would you consider helping us out? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I can think of just one lady in particular who's had a pretty rough life, but every year she answers the call. Mm-hmm. And even if it's a few Barbie dolls, it, it just, I'm, I'm feeling goosebumps right now just thinking about it. 
how, how important it is to us as a firm, but how important it is for the children, but more importantly, how the clients are compelled mm -hmm. to help us out because they know right. we're helping others. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's that kind of feeling that drives you to want to help people. Mm -hmm. It's that kind of feeling that makes you want to be an attorney and run a business mm -hmm. where people's lives are felt and changed on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. That right. to me is what life's living about. It's like what life, living life is all about. Mm -hmm. Well, it's emotional. Yeah, for, for many businesses, they're thinking, how can I do that? Well, you still have an important role. I mean, you know, no matter what Every it day. is that you're doing, because we're all told, you know, marketing 101, solve someone's pain. You know, and, and even if it is just that little five-minute thing that you fixed for somebody, if you did it well, they're thinking, oh my gosh, that's great. Um, you know, and, 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 and not every industry or, you know, or business can make huge changes, but we can all make little changes. Um, you know, and, and, right. and, you know, we were talking before the program aired that I always think it's very important to give back to your community in whatever way you can. Um, you know, and, and, and that does get hard sometimes because, you know, I, I jokingly say there's only 28 hours in the day, um, you know, and, and, but there are ways that you can give back and, and, you know, maybe it's that you serve on the board of your chamber or, you know, that, that you, that you read to kids. Um, my husband works for um, what used to be ING. And when we were in Denver, one of the things that, that they did was they mentored and they tutored eighth grade math students because these are all actuaries, right? You know, math is like their sure. thing. And some of those people got so attached that they went all the way through working with those kids in college. Um, That's you know, awesome. Hour every day. So it actually took two hours because they had to get there and, you know, and, and then they worked with sure, the kids sure, for sure. an hour every day. But that schedule was always full. You know, we never had to, to, to really say, oh my gosh, we don't, you know, it was, we had wait lists, you know, and, and because they got really? so much out of it pertained in no way to their business or their job, but it made them feel good. Um, wow. You know, and, and that comes back to what we were saying at the start, you know, what can you do for your employees to make them feel that, that it's okay. And, you know, I was, I was looking through your website and, and you have a thing called passion project and tell us a little right. bit more about that. Well, it was actually started by our marketing director, and uh, uh, she came to me with an idea and said, Carmen, you know, you, you, you want everybody to get involved in the community. Mm -hmm. Why don't we say, hey, we're going to give you a day off mm -hmm. so that you can go do that? Because right. it's what hard to do. during mm -hmm. Yeah, but whatever you want. So we want to encourage them to not only get out in the community, but do something that really means a lot to them. And we have, I mean, obviously, anywhere you live, there's a need out there, like you can't imagine. I mean, there's, there's a need for pretty much everything. And if your passion is animals, you want to go to the, uh, the shelter and just spend a day cleaning cages or feeding or just petting dogs or petting cats, mm -hmm. that's passion right. because that's a day out of your life that you're doing. And um, so each employee... And I, I hate to use that word employee. Each member of the firm mm -hmm. gets a day where they get to go out into the community and really do what they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And we're like fully on board with that. We want right. that. We want to encourage it. But and it's we, a paid so day. They're yeah, not paid. taking a vacation day to do this. No, 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 no. That would again, that's counterproductive. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that's if that's really if you're at a point in your life where you can't allow somebody a day, you're missing the point because right. that person 
is going to come back rejuvenated, energized. Right. They're going to promote your business while they're out. What's that worth? There's a value there. So right. really, I look at it as a value mm -hmm. for them to go out in the community and promote the business. So I don't see it as a lost day of productivity. Unfortunately, it is. Mm -hmm. But it, we're going to make the work up. We're all going to share the load and we're all going to get it done together. But everybody, it, it's, it's kind of building a steamrolling effect. You know what I mean? Right. That they're talking about it on their social media. And, you know, I, I don't want to, it's, it's a little bad in a way because, well, I wish my company would have done that. How come my company doesn't do that? You know, I work for a law firm. They won't let me leave two minutes early to go to the uh, animal shelter. So, mm -hmm. too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I don't have. Next I time we have an about, opening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. I can't think about what everybody else is missing right. out on. That's unfortunate. And then, again, I'm kind of a narrow focus guy. Casey came to me with the idea. I said, Casey, that's a great idea. Implement it. Put some program guidelines together. Get everybody on board who wants to be on board. And bam, it's done. Right. That's right. the way I like to make decisions. Yeah. Is it a good decision for the firm? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is it a good decision for the employee? Yes. Right. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And we make that decision and we run with it. Right. And it's turned out to be pretty beneficial. I got to take advantage of it. So it, it worked for me. Hey, hey. You know, and <laughs> obviously there does need to be guidelines and it works different for each company. You know, some, some will say, okay, we're going to have a set day where we basically close and everybody oh. goes in and does this, um, you know, or, you know, and, and, you know, guidelines like it has to be pre-approved, you know, and, and all those sure, sure. things. And, and, you know, but it, it still needs to be their choice. You know, it can't be, here's the five things you need to volunteer for. Exactly. You know, because <laughs> sure, you're going to hit some people with some no. of those, but not, um, not all of them. And, and, uh, you know, and, and, and you might do some things like, okay, you need to wear the branded shirt, you know, the, the polo right. that's got the name on it, you know, all these various things. But, you know, it's, 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 it is just one of those goodwill things that, that makes everybody right. feel better. Um, you know, and then you can do other things like team building, um, you know, Habitat for Humanity, you know, yes. uh, helping out at a shelter, building a new playground, you know, all of those various things. But, you know, when it's the employee's choice, it needs to really be the employee's choice. I think, I'll be honest with you, I think the new team building approach is going to be escape rooms mm -hmm. for businesses. I know. Those are fun. I, I, just, I really, I did one of those, those are a blast. Mm -hmm. I love those, but I've done them with my wife and kids, mm -hmm. but never did a, a team building approach with, you know, the attorneys. And it would be kind of scary, I guess. Mm -hmm. What if one of them doesn't perform so well? You're like, I know. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, and, and here in Atlanta, you know, we have business associations. We have a chamber, but I mean, there's so many people that we have these smaller entities that are business associations. And, and just last week, they basically had field day for for the business associations. And, and unfortunately, I was out of town, but each business association had teams. And, and I'm looking at the picture saying, oh, my gosh. Now, this is the first time they tried it. Um, but, you know, everybody had their, their shirt that said, you know, they were with West Cobb Business Association, South Cobb Business Association, whatever. And then it looked like it really was just field day pictures. And, oh, and really? oh, my gosh, isn't that fun? You didn't have to be a board member to participate. You just had to be a member of that organization. And I thought, isn't that great? You know, and, and so, you know, you could challenge other law firms to do things like that, um, you know, and then sign 900 pages of liability. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's, it's ways that we all come together as that team. Because I think one of the problems is, you know, we, we and, and, you know, I haven't been in corporate America for a long time, but it's, it's very 
you know, there you don't always feel like a team. Or on the, the opposite side, when you're the one person shop or, you know, a very small organization, again, you feel isolated. So what can you do to, to, to build, you know, uh, teams with your community, teams with other businesses, all those various things? Well, it, it's funny you mentioned that because we did, we, we challenged everybody in the tri-county area to a chili cook-off. And we, when we put it together mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. another event mm -hmm. and it was a really great idea. Mm -hmm. I got four law firms. Lawyers are just kind of, and I don't want to say it, I don't want to generalize because I don't really like that a lot of lawyers, let's put it that way, let's paraphrase that, mm -hmm. are sticks in the mud. Mm -hmm. They're worried about what people will think right. if they participate in a chili challenge. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what the people would think? The people who showed up, the public who showed up, they thought it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. They're like, you guys are awesome. Yeah. The lawyers who didn't show up, you know what they do? They go to lunch and say, oh, yeah, I wonder how that thing worked out, the Lutri's uh, chili cook-off. Mm -hmm. And they didn't do anything about it, so right. they'll never know. Mm -hmm. I, uh, it's funny you just mentioned that, though. I was thinking about this when you were talking. It's a great idea. Mm -hmm. We have a local business who has a big room. Maybe I can get attorneys to challenge us in a cornhole competition. Ooh, Let's see yeah. if they can throw a beanbag. Mm -hmm. Maybe they can't get Philly, mm -hmm. but maybe they can throw a beanbag. But you know what? Raise money for charity. Right. I just think it'd be a great idea. Mm -hmm. right. That's a great idea. So you gave me a great idea. I'm going to implement it tomorrow. Yay. Today. And, and that's a, a simple thing that pretty much anybody can thing. do. I mean, you know, it's not like, you know, some things require definite physical strengths and, and things like right. that. Um, you know, and, and yeah, so think about ways that, that you can get other people involved and, you know, and, and maybe, maybe you you start small business day and, and, you know, and like the thing with the chili cook-off. Okay. That's great. Right. Well, then it all goes to say a homeless shelter, um, right. you know, and, and so you've got all of these great things, but it is, it's part of being the, a member, a good steward in your community. Um, you know, and, and I think businesses lose out on that because we get so focused on doing business that we forget that there are other things that are out there. Right. Right. I think it's, you know, it's again, but it's, it's more important about enjoying your time outside of the office right. with the people you spend so much time inside the office. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, every year for Christmas, we have a big Christmas party. Last year we went and took everybody bowling. What a great day that was. We had a blast, but the kids loved it. They were eating pizza, bowling, throwing the ball. Like it was just, we had a, it was amazing fun time. And it's like those times you wish you had more of mm -hmm. because you do spend so much time together with these people at the office. And then everybody goes their separate way at five o'clock yeah. back tomorrow morning. And, you know, so it's, I think it's personally important mm -hmm. to do that. A lot, a lot of lawyers don't think so. And again, I think they need to change their mindset about where they want their practice to go because you demand loyalty as an employer. Mm -hmm but are you really giving the same thing back? Right. You know, I guess the biggest thing you can ask your staff is tell me what you think about that. Mm -hmm. They'll tell you, mm -hmm. but how many lawyers actually ask other people what they think? Right. Right. It's rare. It's unfortunate too. Oh, yeah. I just think, I just think as a profession, lawyers need to lighten up and have more fun. Mm -hmm. I really right. think that. Mm -hmm. And it, we've found that when we loosen up the ties and take the jackets off, we can have some good fun together. Mm -hmm. And it's harmless, mm -hmm. but, but we can't be worried about what other law firms will think of us. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and your people too. Um, I, you know, I personally and, don't. And anyway, yeah, you know, it is hard 
when people have perceptions, you know, like, and, and there are definitely certain industries where we always think, you know, oh, they, sh- they should be above all of that. Lawyers, doctors, CPAs. I mean, you know, all of that, you know, that those, but they are people too. And, and, you know, it's, it's fun when we see them kind of loosen the collars, take off the ties, you know, and, and do those things. And especially if they're doing it for the community, because then you're thinking, okay, they are an important part of the community. They care about it. You know, and maybe it's, you know, maybe it's something much smaller. You know, maybe it is that you serve on the board of the chamber or right. whatever. Um, you know, and it is tricky when you are a person who bills by the hour and right. bills a fairly substantial amount by the hour. Um, but it, it, it's worth it because just because you're not having somebody write you a physical check for that hour, it's, you know, it's still going to come back to you if, if you thought about it. And that's where, you know, it's, it's like we were saying, what are your goals? I mean, you know, if your goals are to, um, you know, maybe you're, you know, in, in a, a law firm that, that works with, you know, as you said, personal injury. Okay, well, you know, maybe we want to get involved with Children's Hospital or, you know, something that might tie into your mission and, and your vision. Um, but it really, you know, and, and then, of course, we have that tricky little thing of making sure that it doesn't look too self-serving. Correct. Um, and, and that's that's always hard. Um, you know, and, and so it's, but it's, it, that's, that's the importance of spending the time and, uh, and thinking, thinking it through, talking to others. You know, if you don't have staff, mastermind groups, other people in your industry, right. you, the Mentor. dog, the cat, the dog, the cat, they might not respond too much. I mean, you know, my cat looks at me and goes, but you know, the, the other people that I talk to might actually give me some good feedback. And the important thing is, as we said, it's got to be somebody you trust. You know, it's really right. got to be somebody who's going to tell you, Ted, that's the stupidest idea in the world. <laughs> and for me, I hear that on a daily basis. Well, and for me to go, okay, you know, and not now I, it might hurt my feelings a little bit, especially if I'm thinking this is a really cool thing. But at the same point, we get caught up in, we think it's the greatest thing in the world. And people are like, no. No, you know, I still wonder what would have happened years ago if somebody had told their mastermind group, I'm going to sell a rock and I'm going to call it a pet rock, um, you know, and, and make, you know, however, and, and it's funny, there's, since you're not on Facebook, there's been a meme that's been going around that says, you know, don't ever think that your goals are too audacious. After all, there's somebody who's a millionaire who invented a pool noodle. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> They've got a point. I agree. Again, I like the part you said about, you know, people are going to tell you your idea is bad. Mm -hmm. Trust me. I got over that a long time ago. Yeah. And they don't even worry about hurting my feelings because they know I'm just going to walk away and I'm going to come back with another idea and say, what about this one? Yeah. Or maybe it's, okay, that one needs tweaked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And they'll tell me that too, but they, I know they've got my best interest at heart. And if they're telling me no, Mm -hmm. it's a solid no. Right. (laughs) Don't do this. And you know, no, no, we're not all going hot air balloon racing. No, <laughs> that would be a bad idea. <laughs> right, right. But otherwise, now it's it's good to have those people in your life. And if you don't, you got to find one. You mm-hmm. really got to find one right. to bounce ideas off of. And you can't be afraid because mm-hmm. for years, even when I started my business 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I was afraid to get a mentor because I'm like, well, this guy, I don't want this guy or woman to think I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. That's the dumbest thing in the world. Right. And I had to learn to get over that. And say, you know what? If you want your business to be where you want it, talk to somebody who's done it already. Mm-hmm. Because you go, you going out and making mistakes is a good idea. But let's say you can get rid of half the mistakes. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. What right. if you can get rid of almost 75% of those mistakes? Well, let's face it, 20 years ago, it was which yellow book you were going to be in. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you had one channel to get your message out, mm-hmm. or you got TV or radio. You had three mm-hmm. alternatives. Now you've got 100,000 oh. to get your message out. Yeah. And you got to, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you know, it's as business evolves, you've got to evolve with the business. And the best advice I think I got was if you're going to make a million dollars in sales, you've got to have one skill set. If you want to get to three million, you're going to need a new skill set. You want to get to five million, you're going to need a new skill set. And if you want to go to 10 million, you're going to need a totally new skill set. Who's going to be that person? Well, if it's not you, who's it going to be? Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to take it to the next level. And that is kind of, I guess that's a, that advice that you know, but it hits you right between the eyes and you're like, wow, yeah, that makes blinding flash of the obvious. Right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So we got to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, it lights a fire under me and I can't sit still till I get that done. And I'm now I know I'm in position to move forward. But it's right. funny because 20 years ago when I started my practice, I didn't have a plan. No. Now I do. So the plan helps. Now, does it? Do we stay on plan? Never. No. Plan changes. Right. But Tomorrow it's not make the plan, the plan put it in a notebook, and leave it on the counter either. No. <laughs> Bad idea. Bad idea. Right. But otherwise, you know, I, the, I guess the goal for me is to kill out with our attorneys, younger attorneys. Look, don't worry about it. You're going to make mistakes, but it's okay. Older right. attorneys, it's not too late to mm-hmm. get that quality of life you've always wanted. Mm-hmm. You could just change a few things mm-hmm. and don't be afraid. Because I, I, you know, at the end of my life, I don't want to be laying there saying I worked, I wish I worked harder. Mm -hmm. I want to get back the end of life and say, damn, I did it right. Mm -hmm. I did it good. I'm happy. Mm -hmm. You know, and I check out, I'm checking out of the hotel saying I did good. It was a good stay. That's really what you want. We don't want to say, oh, it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) 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 You get to the pearly gates. How was it? Fine. Fine. I did life fine. Yeah, right. it, it, it just it, it, I love this. It's, remember the old saying, you know what? A good friend is the one who will bail you out of jail after a good night of fun. Mm-hmm. But your best friend is the one who'll be sitting next to right. you going, in there going, damn, we had a good night last night. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about it. Get that mentor who becomes a best friend and do it right. Right. Enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's a roller coaster, but own it and move on. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid. Don't worry about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. We do. We do get that. so caught up in the, the what are they going to think care. about me? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, and I guess that's why I stay, I stay off social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, well, oh my gosh, Carmen, this has been so much fun. And, and so we need to do it again. Um, but, you know, and, and we kind of wandered off on some tangents here and there, but it's, it's been great. But tell people how oh, they well. find you and, and connect with you. I guess it's, I got a pretty unique name. Carmen Delutri is pretty uh, unique. There's not many Carmen Delutri's out there. But if you Google Delutri Law Group or Carmen Delutri, I'll pop up. You can find me there. I'm in Fort Myers, Florida is my main office, but we have offices throughout Florida, mm-hmm. Tampa, Orlando, Port Charlotte, Naples. We get around quite a bit, mm-hmm. but um, you know, if, if anybody needs me, just reach out to the firm. Okay. I'm always here. I get back to you. Whatever I can do to help anybody, I'm more than happy to help. Does but it have to be somebody in Florida or can research. you work with people everywhere? I can. Well, to be honest with you, I can't file and lawsuits. And I shouldn't say work outside. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't file lawsuits outside the state of 
Florida, but I do have clients who started in Florida and have moved away. So it's, I mean, there's, there's ethical guidelines you have to follow, but that's really not a big deal. But I like to work with, um, you know, Florida residents because I can't really go to Atlanta. I'm not licensed in Georgia, but the point of it is, you know, if you need an attorney in Florida and you, you have a question, we offer a free consultation to anybody who's willing to knock on our door. And I just think that's the right way to do it. Great. Well, and you know, I was checking out your website, which is again, dilutrilawgroup.com. And you've got a blog on there and it's got great tips for anybody, no matter where you are. I love the one that you had on there about don't go crazy on Amazon Prime Day. (laughs) Be proud of me. I ordered one thing and then actually returned it. Um, But yeah, lots of great tips on there, no matter where you live um, and on a variety of subjects. So it was fun just to kind of scroll through and, and read some of the articles. Yeah, that, that idea came from a very special person who said, Carmen, did you know Amazon Prime Day is coming up? Now, again, you're going to laugh at me when I say this. I've never been on Amazon and bought anything. I know. It's just you're not my troglodyte. Oh, my gosh. I, 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 I'm sure I'm a dinosaur. I still write letters on pad and paper because mm-hmm. my, my brain thinks that way. It right. thinks better. Plus, mm-hmm. by the time I got on Amazon, I found what I was looking for, and then I tried to get it and order it. Mm-hmm. I don't either have to call my wife, my office manager, right. my marketing director, Doing. somebody. They'll do it in two seconds right. and get it done and have it be, it'll be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So right. forget about it. It's just mm-hmm. not good use of my time. I but love it. I, know. I love it. <laughs> well, oh my gosh, Carmen. You know, we're, we, we are at the top of the hour. So what final thoughts would you like to leave everyone with? I think my final thought is I'm so happy you're doing this to help small businesses out there. Your, your, you know, your podcast is excellent. I um, oh, thank you. Um, love it. I think it's great. But I think you're, the way you're helping people in this manner is awesome because they're getting quality information. They're getting value from it. And it's something they learn each time you do a podcast that they can implement right away. An idea, a spark. I mean, I've got that cornhole idea. I'm going to run with it right now. Mm-hmm. I think, but I think in just one hour, how many ideas could be generated that could help that business owner become the next millionaire. Mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful you're doing that. I think it's great. I well, think you're using a great medium for your, and you're excellent at it. You're a great interviewer, honestly. Yeah, so I, I have I, a ton of fun doing it. Obviously, I enjoy this. And and I'm like you. I get something out of every single guest I talk with, um, which that's what makes it fun for me. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. I just see it. You're just, you're just exuberance is just like pouring over. This is if there, if there was a thing that was perfectly made for you, I think this would be it. Yeah. You know, it's a shame I'm so shy and withdrawn. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. <laughs> well, Carl, believe we it. definitely have to do this again because it has been absolutely wonderful. And I think we could find probably 50, 60 more subjects to talk about at, at least. At least. Um, so we will definitely do it again. But until then, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having a really wonderful time talking with Carmen Delutri from the Delutri Law Group. Um, And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.